Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Bologna. Um, this was a very weird fixture list because um, essentially two games happened in one day, but it was two 30-minute halves. So there was a Liverpool side, two Liverpool sides were fielded, um, but for different matches. So how I'm going to break this down is um, I'm going to talk about what I saw in the first game and then talk about what I saw in the second game. And hopefully that should make sense. But yeah, um, Liverpool moved their pre-season tour to Evian um, before they were situated in another camp in Austria, but now they've relocated. Um, and now it's at the business end of the pre-season fixture list. Um, so we got and two more games after this and then the Premier League officially starts next weekend. Wow. It's gone quite fast, I cannot lie. But the Euros obviously had a part to play in that. So we weren't left without football for too long, if that makes sense. Anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into the lineup for the first game that I saw. Um, so in goal, Kelleher. Left-back, Robertson. Centre-backs, Van Dijk, Matip. Right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold, your midfield three, um, Naby Keita, James Milner, Harvey Elliott. Up front, you had um, Salah Mane and Diogo Jota. So, quite a strong lineup. Quite a strong lineup. Um, you'd arguably say that front three at the minute is our best attacking team, unless we get some sort of transfer win, which obviously I might talk about later. After the two games of this time. If there's not, then I'll just address it in another episode. But yeah. Jota, first preseason start. Um, obviously played against Hertha Berlin. Came on in the second half. But obviously couldn't implement much. Um, Salamane continuing their starts. That's fine. Also, I think the same midfield from the very last game. So... There's obviously some sort of connection there with the midfield now and an understanding. And the only one change was uh, Van Dijk coming back, Robertson coming back. Other than that, it's the, it's the same back line that won us the Champions League in 2019. And Keller here, who's obviously youth goalkeeper, but learning on the job quite well. So yeah, anyways, let's get into it. The game starts now and... You can tell with this Bologna side, um, their quality of opposition really isn't that great um, from what I saw from the entire game. But obviously, let me break into the first 30 minutes first. Um, they always played out from the back, this Bologna side. I don't know if that's a coaching drill implemented or whatever. But um, yeah, they tried to play out from the back. But it wasn't working because, first of all, the Liverpool press was doing very good. Also, the pitch was not watered. It was barely watered. So, um, yeah, a lot of passes were, sorry, a lot, sorry about that pause. A lot of passes were under, was under hit, essentially. Um, and that's why playing that from the back was practically a disaster for them. Because um, when they did it, they walked into a first major mistake. One of their centre-backs gives the ball away to Diogo Jota. 
Jota, Jota faints past a defender, uses Sadio Mane as a decoy to pretend he's going to pass it to Sadio Mane on the left. The, the, the defender follows the feint and that creates this opening for Jota to come to dribble closer to the goal. He's basically one-on-one with the keeper, slots it bottom corner 1-0 Liverpool. Uh, yeah, Liverpool up, up, off and flying. Um, very good to see. Did that stop Belongia from um, repeating the play out from the back? No, they didn't learn. It's 14 minutes in this time. They play out from a goal kick. Um, one of the defenders tries to dribble out with the ball this time. Sadio Mane closes him down, wins the ball. And then um, he finds himself in a one-on-one situation. He goes around the goalkeeper and then he faints one way. He fa- he well no he faints the he faints the defender to pre- to pretend that he's gonna square it to Salah, but he he passes the ball under his legs. The ball rolls into the bottom corner, two 0 Liverpool. Another preseason goal for Sadio Mane. I cannot lie, this Sadio Mane. I know it's only preseason. I know, I know, but he looks really refreshed, really refreshed. Not the Sadio Mane that suffered COVID. Not the Sadio Mane that had to play football again straight after uh, a short pre-season. And obviously, this was his first proper break. I think I've said this before in previous podcasts. Since about uh, 2018? No, not even 2018. Like, maybe 2017, if I'm being honest. I think since 2017, 2018, there was the World Cup. 2019, AFCON in the summer. 2020, there was like a two-week pre-season. And then, yeah, it's in about three to four years. This is his first proper break. And you you can he looks really research. There's like a resurgence there. Yeah. In terms of um, defensive work, uh, there was one little moment, but I don't think it's too major, where a Belongia player kind of does a diagonal ball. And it looks like Trent has it covered, but he's too casual about it. And then the defender just pips him to the ball and then the defender has a shot. The, the, the opposition attacker has a shot, but the ball doesn't really do much at that present moment in time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, goal, so yeah, goal kick. Um, in terms of Virgil van Dijk, most importantly... Um, that first half, he barely had anything to do. And that's sometimes... Having barely anything to do validates Van Dijk so much because it stops opposition attackers from thinking, I can't attack down this side. Anything Virgil van Dijk tries to do, he's just going to shut me that shut me off. All Van Dijk had to do was cover the space. Anytime they tried any sort of long ball, make sure Kelleher gets to the ball first. Shields off the uh, strikers, keeping things tidy. There was never a time when he really had to break sweat, if I'm being honest. That was how polished he was in the first half. And that's Van Dyke in general. Van Dyke is typically a laid back defender because he sees everything five paces ahead of time. That's why you never see Van Dyke bust a gut. And everyone's saying, oh, he's not going to be the same after this ACL injury. The reason why Van Dyke is the best centre back in the league is all mentals. Obviously, he has the physical attributes. He's six foot five. 
He j- he wins every first header with ease, and he's incredibly fast for his height. However, his mental side to the game is what makes him is what gets him three, four, five steps ahead of opposition players, and you can and and you can see that in in that game where he didn't have to do much because his reading of everything was superb. Joe Matip, same with him. He was just knowing that he's got Van Dyke by his side. Van, Matip just played his normal natural game. Didn't really see anything. Didn't really see. Didn't really have much to do in that present moment in time. Um, in terms of our fullbacks, they didn't really have much to do either. Um, attackingly and defensively, it was kind of just not demanding. Again, that's just because of the quality of the opposition. And as I was watching this game, I was just thinking, I don't think this match is about essentially getting match fit. Other than for Van Dijk, obviously. This is about fine-tuning. Just making sure things are in place and everyone's getting their match sharpness ahead of next weekend's opening Premier League fixture game. Um, Naby Keita... uh, I don't know. He wasn't as prevalent as he was in previous games. Um, Although... There was one nice moment, one really nice moment. A diagonal ball from Keita finds um, Mohamed Salah. Salah crosses the ball in. The ball falls to Harvey Elliott on the volley. And he was kind of open. Nobody really contesting him for it. He just slices it. But if he got a clean clean hit on that, he probably would have tested the keeper. Um, Harvey Elliott's performance. Um, I don't know, man. It's looking like he needs a loan again. And I, 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 I'm trying to work out why does it look like Harvey Elliott's trying too hard. And, I'm, and, I, and I thought about it and it's probably because he's, not, he's playing in the midfield role when his best position is on the wing, is in the channels. So it's, it's a different level of understanding. There was times where he just... Um, the pass, timing for passes was either too late or there was a misunderstanding with what he thought another player was going to do. And sometimes he'd just be a little bit trying too hard. Don't get me wrong, there was still effort in terms of him doing dirty work. But on the ball, I know he's a young kid, he's only 18 years old. But again, I was just seeing the traits where it's just it's not looking quite polished yet. But I think that's because of the midfield position that Klopp's asking him to play in. So... And he's not really going to find any other game time. He can't play in the channels because we need Sadio and, and Salah to be tip-top shape for the Premier League season. Um, so, yeah, and I guess... But the fact that Klopp respects him enough to play him in that midfield with them wingers shows that he knows that he has potential in him. And unfortunately, it's just one of them ones where he's just going to have to learn how to be uncomfortable playing in a midfield role. Um as you adjust to your first teammates, first, um, yeah, first teammates, senior teammates, however you want to address it. Um, Milnoy looked okay. At, or at first, I don't know, the first 10 minutes, I'd say he was looking a bit behind the pace, if anything, but he gradually grew into the game. And yeah, that was the first half, two, Liverpool 2 0 up. Uh, yeah, 30 minutes in. Second half starts now. And. I'm trying to remember what happened. Yes, there was another moment again where the front three all link up well. Um, Salah and Jato play a one-two with each other. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. And then um, Salah goes into the box. No, 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 no. Then Jota passes to Mane. Then Mane looks up, finds Salah, drills it to Salah. Um, then Salah has a shot, hits the crossbar. Typical Salah, right? The easy chances again hits the crossbar, but yeah. Um, he looks quite frustrated, I think, because in the first half, he wasn't really seeing much of the ball. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then the ball, then it came to 40 minutes, Virgil van Dijk comes off. So that's under 40 minutes under his, uh, 40 minutes of playing time for him. Was it strenuous? I wouldn't say not really, but the fact he came there on scathe. Error, no errors, tidy, business as usual, Van Dyke. It, it gives me shades of um, last pre-season last year when he was looking like that. So, yeah, the Reese Williams comes on. Um, I can't remember any Belongia players having some sort of attack. And then Ben Woodburn comes on. Uh, I think maybe Cater came off. I think it might have been Cater. Yeah, Woodburn does really well. I cannot lie. He came on. He looks comfortable in midfield, distributing balls and winning a lot of fouls. That's what he was doing, winning fouls, which was um, frustrating the opposition a lot. And then, um, yeah... They, but I think Belongi had one little chance at the end. They scored an offside goal. But, um, yeah, that was the first game. 60 minutes in, 2-0, Liverpool win. Uh, man of the match? I I, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds so weird to say, but... I don't think anyone stood out, stood out. But as a team, everyone was really good together. So I can't really give a Pacific man of the match. Usually I do that. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed with, obviously, Mane, Jota scoring again. Um, Jota, yeah, Jota finding his feet, etc, etc. Good to see you. Anyway, so that was the first game. Then an hour later, uh, Liverpool versus Bologna again. But this time both teams filled two different starting 11s. So I believe in goal for this one, Alisson... Left back Tomiscus, centre backs Konate, Gomez, right back Nico Williams, um, your midfield three Curtis Jones, um, Curtis Jones, Shakiri, Oxley Chamberlain, up front uh, Minamino. Minamino, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I got this wrong. Fabinho was in midfield. Fabinho, Fabinho, Jones and Shakiri. Fabinho, Jones, Shakiri. Yes, and then up front, Minamino, Shakiri, Chamberlain. Yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, cool. So that was the lineup again. Quite cut. A mixture of. The Brazilian boys coming back who are obviously nailed on starters and the rest of the team is just a... Well, you'd say, yeah, you'd say the rest of the team is the team that are fighting to be in that um, actual starting lineup. So, yeah, anyways, um, the game starts and 
It's a little bit more even in this one, at least in the first 10 minutes anyway. Both teams can't really figure each other out. Um, no key moments, really, in that opening 10 minutes. But then in the 14th minute, nice bit of play. Shakiri picks up the ball from the channels. He cuts in on his left. He looks up. You see Minamino make an off-the-ball run. Times the ball and the delivery perfect. Minamino hits it on the half volley first time. Ball ripples into the net. 1-0 Liverpool. When I watched it live, I thought he was offside. I thought he was offside because I couldn't believe the amount of time Minamino had um, available. But um, a replay showed that he actually timed it well. So here's another pre-season goal for Minamino. Uh, Shakiri coming back with a, a lovely assist. Good to see from both players. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the first half was kind of just like a, both teams trying to figure out what to do and just really playing for fitness. That was pretty much the first half then. Um, second half, we make some substitutions. I believe Curtis Jones came on. Curtis Jones came on. Leighton Clarkson came on. Origi comes on. Um, Gordon comes on. So... The Euro slash Copper America boys that went on tour came off. Oh, yeah, and obviously, Alisson for Adrian. Um, second half starts now. Uh, kind of more the same, but you see glimpses of brilliance from um, Gordon again. There was a time where he was running down the channel with the ball. He slips. Ball looks like he's about to go out of play. Picks up the ball. Turns, beats the defender, gets the foul. It's very good. I I like I like seeing stuff like that. It's good to see. Um and then we make more substitutions. Gomez comes off, Nat Phillips comes on, Leighton Clarkson comes on, another midfielder comes off, can't remember who. And that left back uh Beck comes on for Tamiscus. And then yeah, there was a time where we had a set piece, Chamberlain whips it in, Origi gets ahead to it. Ball is cleared off the line. Very unlucky there. Could have been 2-0. And then Ben Woodburn comes on again for the second time. And he looks even better in the second game than the first game. This time he's even more of a nuisance. He's beating defenders and he's getting fouled three, four times again. And he's really frustrated. Bruv, this Ben Woodburn resurgence, I'm thinking, eh, this is interesting. This is interesting. And I'm sure Klopp would have noticed, like... He's really impressing this time. I don't know if it's like he's hit second puberty as a footballer and now we finally get to see what this talent was, where where, where this talent is because we never saw it after that, uh, ever since the time Brendan Rodgers gave him a chance and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, there was a time in Liverpool have a corner. Um, it's cleared but the ball falls to Ben Woodburn. Gary Medel, centre-back, used to play for Cardiff, comes charging out 100 miles an hour. It is looking so obvious that he's going to collide into Ben Woodburn. And Ben Woodburn uses intelligence, uses his IQ. All he, all he does is, like, taming the ball. Come on, ball, come, come, come. The ball is coming, rushing into him. He knocks the ball out of his feet, goes in one direction, clatters into Woodburn, the easiest penalty you'd ever reward, ever. Um, and then, yes, Origi steps up to take it. And Origi in his run-up, oh, my God. 
what do you do when you when you take a penalty? You usually look at the goal, so you know where your bearings is. You know where to shoot. Origi places the ball, looks at the ball the whole time, never once glanced up to look where the goal is and where to shoot. So as he runs up to shoot, he hits the post, and then that that was it. And it was so obvious he was going to miss. It's so typical. But yeah, um, after that, Konati just bossing it in in defence, looking incredibly solid, driving the ball out from the back really well. I was really impressed with him. Um, And yeah, 1-0 was the final score there as well. So my man of the match, I'd say Ben Woodburn really impressed me in that short time. Konati again really impressed me in that short time. Uh, And yeah, I'd say... Minamino did alright getting the goal, etc. Yeah, not much else to say really. But um, yeah, that's a lot of 60 minutes for the practically the entire Liverpool first team slash academy players. Um, I'm sure they, they will be very chuffed with the fitness. No one injured as well. Very important thing. So now we go on to Anfield on Sunday against Atletico Bilbao. Or I think... I think, yeah. So, Sunday, we'll tune in for that. And then there's another game on Monday as well. Both games happening at Anfield. So, and then that's it. After that, it's, we go to Norwich for the opening pre-season or opening league fixture game. So, yeah. um, Good to see. It's looking like... It's looking like Van Dijk might just about be fit for the Norwich game. If I'm basing everything off pre-season form right now, my guesstimation, guesstimation, my guess of what the lineup's going to be, I'd say Allison in goal, left-back Robertson, Van Dijk, Matip, right-back Trent, I'd say Fabinho in midfield, I'd say Cater in midfield. That final spot is weird. I actually don't know who's going to take that final spot. Um, Because Thiago was meant to play, but he got injured. Um, He was, yeah, he picked up an injury. Uh, So I don't know whether he'd be fit for Norwich. Um, I don't think we will start him. I think we'll start Milner. Honestly, I generally think we start Milner. Um... And then, yeah, up front, Salamone, Jota. And, yeah, that'll be pretty much the team I'll have on next week, Saturday. Yeah. And also, other transfer news that's happened. Um, apparently, Wolves have bid for Origi for 10 million. Liverpool want 20 million. If I'm Liverpool, I would have just accepted the 10 million. To play low ball, or play hard ball with teams... For our fringe players. When you know Origi didn't score any league goal last season. 10 million is a fair price personally. It's a fair price. And also we need to get rid of our non-homegrown players. To buy a a homegrown player. Because we've currently hit our limit. And um, yeah Shakiri is looking to leave. He said he wants to leave. No bids as of yet. Um, In terms of transfer news from other teams. Jack Grealish is on the verge of joining Man City. Um, and Lukaku might be back to Chelsea. So, yeah, arrivals are strengthening, and obviously Varane to 
Man United is imminent. So, we need to do something. It's the final month of the season. Final tra- We're in the final month of the transfer window. We've yet to replace Genie Ronaldo. We've yet to replace Coutinho. And we need a, a, we need a striker. We have to get a striker. That's three signings to left. I don't know what we're doing. I know we need to sell first the non-homegrown players to ensure that we buy the homegrown players. So it might be a case of that. Um, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, hopefully I get to watch the game on Sunday and then I can give you post-match information on what has happened on Sunday. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the LSE reactions and tune in on Sunday night and like, share, subscribe. Thank you.